Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Whitburn Pentecostal Church. So glad that you're with us. Again, sort of restricted by numbers, but hey, things are looking more positive as the weeks are progressing. And we, we just kind of heard last week that at some point soon we're going to be able to sing. Oh. So, I don't know about you. Well, I do know about you. You're excited about that. That's great. Um, so, I'm really pleased that uh, things are kind of heading in the right direction. Um, so, we just want to be in his presence today to welcome the King of Kings. We are welcomed into this place today uh, by him as well as us welcoming and uh, him in. Um, but yeah, it's great to be in God's house. Great to welcome uh, Zach and Lindsay with us today. Uh, Zach works for uh, a church down in England, but he also works for Convoy of Hope. Um, so it was great just to get a phone call from Michael McNamee. You'll remember that daft Irishman. Um, so we got a phone call from Michael during the week, uh, just saying that Zach and Lindsay were going to be visiting with us. So welcome today. Um, good to be here. And we're going to worship God today. I know that we're not allowed to sing at the moment, but can still worship God, even though we're not allowed to sing it out loud, we can still worship God and I encourage you to do that. One of the songs we're, we're going to do today is In Christ Alone, but it's a slightly different version of In Christ Alone, so I hope it really is a blessing to us as we sing it. But let's just pray as we come into his presence today. Father, we just thank you that you are here. We thank you that you live within our hearts. Father, we thank you uh, for your presence with us day by day by day. Father, we know that you never leave us, you never forsake us. Father, despite all the difficulties surrounding the circumstances that we're living in today, Lord, you remain constant, you remain faithful, you are the same, you are unchanging. And Father, we thank you that you're the same today, yesterday, and forever. Father, you are from everlasting to everlasting, and we worship you today with everything that's within us. Lord, we just thank you that your spirit rests in this place today. Father, we just pray that we would just really learn to rest in your presence today. Father, help us to sense your presence in this place today. And Father, we just pray that you would interact with us today. Lord, I believe you want to just do something really special in this house. And Father, we just thank you for your presence. Lord, we look to you. Father, there are things which we can do in our own strength. But Lord, we just want to be sensitive to your moving, the moving of the Holy Spirit. And so, Father, we just pray, help us to really lean into that today, to press into that, and to expect you to move in our midst today. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's worship.
discovered this song a wee while ago but um, after Alan Ross speaking last week we felt that this week was the right time to bring it rather than a month ago um, so it's been quite delayed but uh, if you listen to the lyrics you'll get why we decided to bring it this week
Father, we thank you that when Jesus returned to you, he sent the Holy Spirit. Father, a group of people locked away in an upper room. Father, who you had commanded to wait until you poured out your Spirit upon them. Father, till till you gave them power. And Father, we know, we read this in Acts, that you poured out your Spirit. And people were miraculously touched by the presence of God. Those who were gathered... And Father, as they began to declare the wonders of God in other languages they had never learned, Father, those who had gathered in Jerusalem at that time heard the message. They heard the wonders of God being declared. And then Peter stood up amongst the crowd and began to say, this is what was prophesied by Joel so many years ago, and that your sons and daughters would prophesy. Father, we pray that this new day and this new season, Father, that you'd pour out your spirit afresh. Father, that your sons and daughters in this house would begin to prophesy. Father, that we would declare the wonders of God, not only in this house, but when we're gathered, but Father, when we go out into the places where you call us from and call us to. Father, where we go and meet with other people, Lord, we pray that we would declare the wonders of God to people who need to hear some good news. Father, we just pray that you would move by your Spirit. Father, we just pray, come upon your church. Father, not just this church, but your church in this area and across our nation in this time. Father, in this time, we need you more than we've ever done. Father, it's been such a difficult time for so many churches. But Father, we know that you are still at work. Father, you're still at work. And even even though, Father, we, we may only have a remnant in the church Uh, after this is all finished. Father, we know that you can move on the remnant that's in your church. Father, those who are seeking after you, those who are desiring after you, you can move amongst them. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you for what you're doing in this place. We thank you for what you're doing in your church. And Father, we look to you. Father, we look to you. We can't look to anybody else. We're looking to you because you are our strength. You are our hope. And so, Father, we just thank you. We thank you that you're with us. We thank you that your heart is for us. Lord, we thank you for last week when Alan uh, spoke so powerfully and prophetically into the life of the church and into the lives of so many people in this fellowship. Lord, help us not to lose what you've said, but, Father, to hold on to it, to meditate on it, and, Father, to continue to seek you. Father, we just pray that you glorify your name in this house and in our lives, and in our families, in our neighborhoods, in our communities, Father, that we represent in this place. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. Normally this is the part where I'm telling everybody to grab a seat, but hey, how things change, eh? Um, Yeah, but thank you uh, for coming today. I hope that God's really blessed you so far. Uh, And all the conversation in the the chat beforehand, it's lovely to hear that buzz. But it's great to hear just people praising. And I'm looking forward to that again, where we lift our voices in this place and lift the roof off. We've been, uh, Sarah's been chatting to the band this week and saying, okay, where are we all at? Let's let's get ready to, to, to go. There was another song came into my mind as I was saying that, let's get ready to rumble. (laughs) Um, hmm. Anyway, I'm going to do this little necessary thing for track and trace. We do take a photograph. We do delete the photographs as well. Thanks, Josh, for that wee wave. 
It's quite funny to see some of the cheeky expressions <laughs> when I look at the photograph later on, um, just to get that out of the way. But last week was a special week in the life of the church. And even the week before, I really felt that God had given me a word for the church. Um, and I was so encouraged when Alan began to prophesy over the church. And he began to reiterate some of the things which I had been saying. Not all of those things were said, but things which I was thinking. And uh, it was just so encouraging last week to, to hear that. And so I'm looking forward to just uh, sharing a word uh, for today. When, when people prophesy like, like Alan did last week, for some people that might be totally new. For some of the people online, you might have never heard anything like that before. What was happening was that the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, was coming upon Alan and was inspiring him, was just speaking through him. To what God was saying, he just began to speak that out and began to share and share powerfully into to people's lives. And you know, I, I hope that we take hold of that and, and just grab that and, and pray into it and seek to, to know how to move forward in that. Um, this this Wednesday, we um, normally meet on a Wednesday night to pray. This Wednesday, we'll start a series uh, on prophecy. Uh, so they're, they're just short videos by a guy called Clem Ferris. Um, who is known to us. Um, I'll be speaking to Clem online uh, over the course of, of what we're doing on the Wednesday nights and, and really looking to get some input from him as well. Um, and over the next, the, so the first session this Wednesday is called Hearing from God. Such an important thing. And over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to uh, spend a little bit of time thinking about how do we hear from God? How do we actually hear from God? And I've asked people this question before. I've asked prophets this question um, so God speaks to the church through people and through prophecy and all these things. But what I want to know is I want to get underneath that and say, well, how does the prophet actually hear? How do we hear when the Holy Spirit saying something to us? So I want to just take, uh, take some time to explore that over the next couple of weeks. But today I'm going to hit the pause button and I'm going to pray. Uh, sorry, I'm going to pray in a minute, but I'm going to just share something which I felt God put in my heart for, for this Sunday. I want to pray just before we do that. Pray for us as well, that our hearts are open, but just to pray for uh, some people as, as well. So let's just bow our heads in prayer for a little second uh, before we, we get into God's word. Father, we, we do pray that our eyes and ears would be open, spiritual eyes and ears, the, the, the mechanisms which you've put within us, Father, to receive what your spirit wants to say. May our mechanisms be tuned into all that you want to say today. Father, may we be open to what you want to share in our lives today. Father, we, we do pray that there are those with needs in the church, Father, those who are bereaved, those, those who are sick, and Father, we just lift each one before you. Father, you know every situation, you know every heart, you know every need, and Father, we pray that you'd come and that you would meet every need which is there. Father, that you would be so tangibly present in every situation that father people would be so aware of your presence and father we know that there are situations where we need healing father in relationships father in, in family situations father just those areas where we need uh, you to come and touch and father we just ask that you would be so present and father for those who've experienced disappointments father we just pray that you would draw so close to them Father, that you would be so present in their situation. Father, that they would feel your presence and hear your voice and sense your presence. 
Lord, we, we pray also for uh, Bobby's niece, uh, father who's uh, struggling just now, going through uh, treatment for cancer. And uh, Lord is just really struggling with that. Lord, we, we lift her before you. Her name is Sarah. Father, we just lift her before you. And we ask that you would just come into that situation. Father, that you would be present in that situation. And again, Father, we pray for healing. And Father, we pray that you would just touch her where she's at. Touch her in her body. But Father, also touch her in her mind and in her spirit as well. So Father, we just pray that she would have a, a real whole experience of, of who you are. Lord, for everyone who has needs in here today, Father, we pray that you'd help us to reach out to you because, Father, you're the one who can come into every situation and you can bring change. And so, Father, we look to you. May our eyes and ears be open to what you want to say through your word today. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. Amen. So, if you just want to uh, probably turn in your Bibles to Malachi. Uh, we're going to read from Malachi. Uh, just let me see, chapter 3, verse 1. We're going to look at that in just a little second. Um, so uh, today uh, is one of those messages where I just wanted to kind of like hit the pause button again because um, I felt God wanted to say something into the life of the church. You know, the, the whole thing that I've been thinking about over the last few weeks is, is about listening to God. How do we hear from God? And that had been my plan was to begin to share uh, a short series of messages on how we hear from God. Um, you know, because we can hear from God in so many different ways. We, we hear God through the Bible, and that's such an important way, through his spirit, and he speaks to us through his spirit. And, you know, often he brings the Bible to life in us as we're reading it. He speaks through the prophets, as we saw last week. Um, he speaks through dreams and visions. He, he speaks through the gifts of the spirit. And uh, often we know that it's God that's speaking when there's a timing aspect to it. Sometimes we can be waiting and waiting and waiting for a word from God. And then all of a sudden, there's a timing aspect to it, and we hear something, we go, that's God, we, and we know that it's God. And so I want to just explore that just over the next little while. But God, God also speaks through circumstances. And I don't know if you uh, have ever experienced that, God speaking through circumstances. Now, I, I'm not a kind of like, I'm not one of these guys who's into the fairies at the bottom of the garden thing, Okay. Just so you're aware, do you know what I'm meaning by that? Sometimes people say, well, God told me. And I'm like, I don't think that was God that was speaking to you, okay? Because um, people can hear all sorts of strange and wonderful things. And, and I'm not kind of one of these people who just bases what God is saying solely on experiences. Because I think, I think when God speaks, what he says can be tested. And I, I think the... You know, the voice of God in our lives is, is able to withstand robust scrutiny. None of this kind of like airy-fairy stuff, okay? When God speaks to us, it can withstand scrutiny. And I, I think it's so important when people say, well, God said to me, and, and I'm like, well, how did God speak to you? How did God say that, okay? Because if, if, if you say to me, God said something to me, and I say to you, well, how did he say that, that's an invitation for you to explore the, the how behind it. Okay. Now, having said all that, I had an experience just over a week ago, uh, a week past on Tuesday. I had an experience where I, I really felt God spoke to me. And I'm going to put up a little picture. Okay. This is, this is me in my absolute element, fishing 
away from the hubbub of life and away from all the stuff that goes on and just experiencing peace and tranquility. It's just when you're in a place like this and all you hear is the, you know, th that day was just fantastic. Gentle wind and, uh, you know, the, the birds uh, making all their noises. It was just fantastic. But here's, here's what happened. I was in the middle of fishing and just as I was, well, just as I was kind of fishing away, I, I, I prayed a prayer. And I, I prayed this prayer. God, how does this healing thing work? Because it's something that's kind of like been on my heart a lot for a long time. How does this healing thing work? You know, because we've prayed for people and sometimes they've not been healed. We've prayed for people and they have been healed. And I'm like, God, how does this work? And at the very moment I finished saying the word work, there was a fish on the end of the line. Okay, and if you've ever fly fished, has anybody ever caught a fish in here? Okay, one or two people, okay. Online, has anybody ever caught a fish? Let us know, uh, drop a comment, we'll, we'll pick it up later. But there's something about fly fishing, it's just something spectacular if you've ever caught a fish in a fly. And in this moment, no, no sooner had I finished saying the word work than there was a fish on. And of course, I landed the fish I took the hook out. I take the barb out of my hooks so that I can take the hook out easily and put the fish back. This fantastic wee brown trout went back and, and went on its merry way. And this is what I felt God say in the moment. He says, this is how it will be. It will be a suddenly moment. Suddenly. Suddenly a fish was on the end of my line. Just after I'd prayed a prayer, and I thought, I think God's saying something. Suddenly. In that moment, I felt that suddenly God spoke to me and he said that suddenly these things will happen. The things that we're talking about, the things that God's been saying into the life of the church, there will come a moment where suddenly all these things will begin to happen and we'll see them. And in the meantime, and this is what I felt God say, what do you do in the meantime? What do you do when you're waiting on the suddenly? You keep casting. You keep retrieving. You keep casting. You keep retrieving. You keep on keeping on. You stay faithful. You persevere until that suddenly moment happens. And this is where the fairies at the bottom of the garden get dispelled as far as I'm concerned. Because I look at something like that and I think, uh, really? Was that really God that was speaking to me? Or was that just because I had too much cheese on my sandwiches, you know? Um, but, but, but something happened just... Just this week, on Wednesday this week, so that happened last Tuesday, Wednesday this week, I was just sitting, reading my Bible, and this is what I came to. But your many enemies will become like fine dust, the ruthless hordes like blown chaff. Suddenly, in an instant, the Lord Almighty will come with thunder and earthquake and great noise, with whirlwind and tempest and flames of a devouring fire. In that moment, I heard the suddenly of God. Not only was it an experience where I felt God had been speaking to me, now it was an experience as the Holy Spirit was bringing to life in me something that I was reading in the natural course of my daily devotions. And I heard this. Suddenly, in an instant, the Lord Almighty will come. How will he come? I, I highlighted the words I highlighted the words, thunder, earthquake, noise, whirlwind, tempest, flames of, 
you know, the, the, the kind of flames of a devouring fire. How does God come in the suddenly? When God comes in the suddenly, you know that it's God that's there, okay? You know that it's God that's there. Do you, are you following where I'm at so far? Are you sure? Okay, just checking, because remember, you've got masks on, and I can't see your face, and I need that feedback, okay? Thank you, Robert. Um, <laughs> you see, you may be saying, as you look at what's happening round about us, you, you may be saying, well, well, God's already here. We've already prayed that the Spirit of God would be here. And, and, and God is here. The, the Spirit of God is here. The Spirit of God lives in us. But there's something more that God can do. And I, I believe there's something that God is looking to do in this church. And, and I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about what happens in other churches. I, I don't compare what we do to other churches. We do what we can with the resources that we have. And, and I think we're getting on. We're doing a good job during COVID, if I'm being totally honest. Okay, this, this, this building that we're in just now is probably the safest place you can be in Whitburn at this point in time. It's safer than the supermarket. It's safer than the coffee shop because this, just on Friday, this place was electrostatically cleaned again. Don't know why I'm talking about this. I hadn't planned to. And, and Lynn, she goes around all the door handles and light switches. She does, and she does that every week as well with the same substance, the same cleaning fluids. I, don't, I actually don't know why I was saying that. <laughs> anyway, that's an aside. That's for free. Um, what I think I'm trying to say is that, that God moves suddenly. When God moves, you know, he moves suddenly. But we need to be ready for when God moves. I think, if you think about it, we're, we're natural human beings, flesh and blood human beings. But there's something lives within us that's super natural. The Spirit of God lives within us. And it's when something happens on the inside that it affects us on the outside. The supernatural is outworked in the natural. And I, I think, I think that the supernatural suddenly of God comes to those who are seeking. Let me reiterate that. The supernatural suddenly of God comes to those who are seeking. If you're looking for God to come in your situation, God will come in that situation. You know, we've talked for a long time about uh, new season, new things, God doing new things in the church. And, you know, it's so easy to look with the natural eyes and think, really? 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 Is, is, is God here? Is God doing things? Really? Or is the pastor just havering again? There are things that I'm looking at right now, if I'm being totally honest, in the natural where you think, it doesn't feel as if it's going right at the moment. It feels like it's going wrong at the moment. But let me say something. When God has spoken, God will deliver on what he has promised. So with the natural eyes, we can look at it and we think, okay, this isn't happening Maybe we're just making it up. But with the supernatural eyes that God has given us, eyes of faith, we can say, actually, God has spoken, and we need to persevere in this. And what we need to remain is faithful, persevere, and endure. Qualities that we develop in the difficult times. Who all knows that when things are going well, that are, these are not the times when you grow. 
I've been in this church 30 years. I look back at the difficult times, and I know that it's in the difficult times that I look back and think, that was a growth point. That was a growth point. That's where I was stretched. That's where I was out of my comfort zone. It's in the difficulties that we grow. And I believe that God wants to do some new things. God wants to bring some suddenly moments into the life of this church. I was thinking about this message, and I came across this passage in Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, where it says, Behold, I send my messenger, and he will prepare the way before me. That's John the Baptist he's talking about. And the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple, even the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. Behold, he is coming, says the Lord of hosts. It sounds like a prophecy to me. It is a prophecy. You see, the supernatural suddenly of God comes to those who are seeking. The Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. Malachi, the actual name Malachi means my messenger. And what Malachi prophesied just for the Lord of the Rings fans, was the return of the king, okay? That's what he prophesied. He prophesied the return of the king. That's what is in this verse. However, from Malachi to Matthew, there's a span, a time span of 400 years where God said nothing. God said nothing. I would have hated to have lived in those days where the voice of God became silent, for 400 years, no more prophecies, no words from God, no revelations. And meanwhile, meanwhile in the world, everything is going wrong, certainly for some people. The rise of hostility, power, conquest, and takeover. There was a young man, aged 20 years old. His name was Alexander. And about 300 or so years before Jesus, he began to conquest. He was a Greek man. You'll know him as Alexander the Great. And between 20 and 30, in this time, he established this empire. A young man between 20 and 30. That, that blows my mind. That When you look at the map of that empire, the, the Greek empire that he established, it was massive. And he was only a young man between 20 and 30. This is what's going on when God is silent. Do you know that he died age 32? I, I didn't know that. I found that astounding, that he was able to achieve all of this in such a short space of time. And eventually, his empire collapsed and Rome began to take over. And the Roman Empire was established in 27 BC, 27 years before Jesus came onto the scene. And all the time, God is silent, but God is moving the pieces into place for what was about to come. And every situation... Regardless of where you find yourself, I encourage you to stay faithful to God, to persevere. Why? Because the 400-year silence was eventually broken, and this is what happened. An angel came on the scene, a messenger from God came on the scene, and he spoke to a man called Zachariah. Zachariah and Elizabeth, it tells us in Luke 1.6, they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. Here was a couple, despite the silence, who were faithful to God. They were obedient to God. Zachariah faithfully turned up at the temple every week, did his duty, 
performed the, the duties which, which were required of him as a priest. And then suddenly, an angel appeared to Zechariah. This is what Luke chapter 1, verse 11 says. Then the angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Very specific. And when you read about Zechariah's reaction, you realize that this was a suddenly moment. A moment where God broke the silence and talked about this baby who would be born and his name would be called John. We know him as John the Baptist. And John would change his world. Six months later, the angel appeared again to a young teenage girl. Have you noticed it's all young people? A young teenage girl and called her highly favored. Here's a a young woman who is persevering, staying faithful, getting on with life, and suddenly an angel appears to her and he said, you're going to give birth to a son, and the Holy Spirit's going to come upon you, and you're going to give birth to a son, and you're going to call him Jesus. And this Jesus came suddenly and changed the world. Suddenly, and the Lord whom you seek will suddenly come to his temple. Even the messenger, capital M, talking about Jesus, the messenger of the covenant in whom you delight. All this period of silence and then suddenly, suddenly, suddenly. If you're tempted to look at our circumstances and the things that we've been going through as a church over the last number of years and you think, well, it's not looking very good. I, I, I don't know. mighty wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. And life would never go back to normal. We've all heard that, haven't we? I wonder what the new normal is going to be like. The new normal isn't the old game that we were playing beforehand. I've kind of likened this to, to, well, I think of George when he would play games and when he was losing, he would...
so what easier said than done, isn't it? Just do it. Just go on with it. Just go on with serving. Serve the Lord faithfully. Keep turning up. Keep turning up. Keep turning up. And regardless of how things look on the outside, you say, Lord, the Spirit, I'm going to pray to God. I'm going to keep seeking it. Let's just get into the field of the We did actually get into the field of the conquests. Only the people who are fishing will catch fish. We've got to be out there, we've got to be fishing. And there are people in this church who, I, I just can't believe they're going to experience it every day. They're going to be out there creating the things that we do in the conversations we have. Because the supernatural is something that God will come to those who seek Him. Those who are faithful, those who are serving. Those keep turning up. But I started talking about this Wednesday and I thought, maybe it's a bit weird for me to do that. It doesn't speak to me. And you think, well, he's talking about something that was going to happen in the church last week. But it became that point where that became the Wednesday and we had that version of Isaiah. It became so much more confident. And the message was finished. the slide titles and all that kind of stuff. And then there was a third moment. There was a third moment in relation to all of the stuff that I've shared today. And on Friday morning, I sat down to listen to a message. I'd listened to the first seven minutes of this message because I knew that in this message, God had said something to me. And I thought I'd, it was only in the first seven minutes because I heard what I needed to hear. And I thought, I'll just leave that. I'll listen to it later. Well, on Friday morning, I decided to listen to the message. It was a message preached by John Glass in May, conference 2016. That's five years ago. And in that message, God spoke to me. At that very session at conference, God spoke to me. And he said some things which impacted me at the time. But as I listened to it again on Friday morning, having finished this message, I thought, God, you're speaking. And I'm going to try and get this message so that you can listen to it as well. And this, you know, as I'd finished my notes, what I'd said in my notes at the conclusion was, some people need a suddenly. 
that was going to be my conclusion. Some people need a suddenly. There are people in here who, today who need a suddenly moment from God. I don't know about you, I need some suddenly moments from God. There are those who are joining us online and you need a suddenly moment from God. And that's how I was aiming to finish my message today. There are some people who need a suddenly moment. And then I watched this message by John Glass. And this is one of the things that he said. Some people need a suddenly. I was blown away. God works in crisis. God also works in process. But even though God is working in process, there can be a crisis intervention in your spirit, in the ministry, in the worship. When I heard that the first time, I thought, I needed to hear that. I needed to hear this five years ago. I needed to hear this this week. Because God works suddenly. I loved how John talked about how God works in the process. All those moments of preparation, learning how to to set up a fly rod, learning how to tie knots, learning what fly to select, learning how to cast. It's a hard thing learning how to fly cast. But all that time in the process led to the first suddenly for me, which was an officiate up in Livingston. And the guys who were round about me gave me a big cheer and a clap because they realized it was my first fish on a fly. And they gave me this big massive cheer and round of applause, a suddenly moment. And all that preparation and learning had paid off. And I just felt that that's what God was saying for us. All the preparation, all the learning, all the process stuff that's going on, God has been building into this church stamina, endurance, patience, perseverance, faithfulness. And there are so many in this church. And that, I'm sure, is the way that you would identify with this, this church. This is a church who has persevered, who has stood the test of time. And I believe God wants to do some suddenly things in this church. An intervention. I've used that word before. God wants to do something fresh in this church. Do you want God to do something fresh in this church? Yeah? I'm not all that convinced. Because, well, it's probably just because I can't see your faces, okay? But people online who are part of our church, who are maybe guests today. Do you believe that God can do some suddenly things in the church? I believe he can. And I just want to ask, what are you waiting for? You can say that in a lot of different ways. You can say, what are you waiting for? No, no. I mean, what are you waiting for? What is it that you are waiting for? What is the suddenly that you're waiting for from God? It could be somebody in your family who's not a Christian. It could be this revelation. It could be a healing. It could be anything. Where in life do you need a suddenly moment? And I want to encourage us that God will reveal himself to those who are seeking. The suddenly moments will come to the people who are seeking. What does the Bible say? It says, ask and keep on asking. Reminds me of the wee guy from Miracle on 34th Street right at the start of the film. Do you remember that? And the wee guy standing with his grandpa and he says, ask him, ask him. That's my best American accent, Zach. <laughs> and he turns around and he says, oh, he thinks you're Santa Claus. And he says, I am. But ask him, ask him. There's that urgency in his, in his spirit. Ask him, ask him. Ask God for the thing that you're needing. 
Seek and keep on seeking because God will show up when people are seeking him. Knock and keep on knocking because when we keep on knocking, the door will be opened to us. I wonder if we could just bow our heads in prayer as we draw things to a close today. And maybe there's something that you're looking for in God today. I I hope I've communicated something today that's on God's heart for this church is that suddenly he will come. Suddenly he will come. Suddenly he will come. It goes back to that moment where I felt God spoke. How does this healing thing work? And suddenly something happened. Sitting with the Bible open and suddenly God spoke. Sitting listening to a message from five years ago, and suddenly God spoke. Father, we need to see some suddenlies in our lives, in our families, in this church, in our community. Father, we pray that you would just breathe fresh wind into this fellowship. Father, we sung that song earlier on. Father, may there be a fresh wind of your spirit that comes into this place. Father, may there be an expectation in our hearts that would sit with hands outstretched, arms outstretched, waiting to receive from you. Father, waiting here for you, as that song says. Lord, we pray, we pray that you would come in the suddenly moments, in our circumstances. Father, you know the prayers we've been praying on a Wednesday night, time and time again sometimes. And Father, we need some suddenlies. We need some breakthrough moments. Lord, we pray that you would come and that you would break through. See, I wonder if we could maybe just sing that song again, Fresh Wind, just as we finish off. And just as we sing this song, let's make it a prayer and a response uh, to, to God and to what he is saying. I haven't planned to do this, but let's make it a response to, to what God is saying. Make it a prayer to, today. Spirit, sound, rushing wind, fire of God, fall within. Holy Ghost, breathe in as we pray.
into every situation. Father, the things which we face today, this week, Lord, we pray. We pray that you'd help us to keep focused on you, to keep our eyes fixed on you. Father, you are the author and perfecter of our faith. You're the one who brings it to completion. Father, when we are faithful as you, remain faithful. Father, we thank you that you never leave us, you never forsake us. In every situation, you are right there. But Father, we pray for a fresh revelation of your spirit in our lives and in our situations. Father, we pray 
that we would begin to experience the suddenly moments. Father, help us to position ourselves so that we are ready to receive what you want to pour out. Lord, help us to do our part. Father, help us to to get equipped. Father, help us to endure. Father, to persevere. Father, help us to stick in, to serve. And Father, to, to, to just be in that place where we're ready for you to pour out the thing which you are looking to do in this place. Father, may we just focus ourselves and get ourselves ready for all that you want to do. Father, as this lockdown begins to lift, and Father, as your church begins to gather again in the way that it, uh, that it can and the way we love to do, Father, as we begin to declare to the heavenlies your praise, Father, we pray that you begin to open up new things in heaven for this church. Father, we recognize so many times, and Father Isaiah, he, he prophesied and spoke into difficult times in his nation. Father, where one king would be up and the, ne- the next king would be down and one would be misleading the people. Father, these were difficult days and enemies would come in and invade. Father, just, they, they just never knew whether they were coming or going. And Father, there was just such a need for good leadership. And Father, we pray that you'd raise up great leadership in this church and in the churches across this area. Father, that you would raise up leaders who will lead from the front. Father, who will lead by example. Father, who will be wholehearted in their service for you. Father, leaders of departments and ministries. Father, we pray that you would just bring an infusion of your spirit into each one. And Father, that we would begin to lead like never before work like never before, but Father, see fruit like never before. And so, Father, we pray that you'd move in this fellowship and move for your glory. Lord, we pray, we pray, help us to be expectant for all that you want to do. May our hands be open, may our hearts be open, and Father, may our homes be open to all that you want to do. Father, we ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Lord, bless you. Lord, keep you. May you have a great week, and I hope that you meditate on this word today and pray and expect the suddenlies of God. Amen. Amen. Lord bless you.